We're like cat lovers only. Click here. But I'm not even worried about a skeleton. Like a I skeleton. think you should be worried about skeletons. But the virus could, in fact, help preserve them more, longer. No, that's that's impossible. When did you become a ninja where you can just climb anything? Maybe I would try to launch a couple chairs at the tiger. <laughs> Let's say that there's a lot. Look, I, I mean, look, I'm not going to say that I'm a great writer here, but look. You don't see me going up into the Himalayan mountains and trying to pretend I'm a Yeti, man. That's just not going to happen. And that's probably a wrong fact, but I think that's true. At first, I was like, I've always been kind of a fan of Gen X. Uh, we're Gen Xers, by the way. We're at the tail end of Gen cusp. X. I should say that. The cusp. The, yeah, we're at the the, the end of it. Um, sometimes uh, we it's born recalled, in the 70s. Yeah, and sometimes it's so, called the um, the Oregon Trail. The Oregon Trail. Oh, right. Oregon right, Trail. Right. Yeah, generation. that would be us. Yeah. yeah. We're, uh, you know, I don't. I guess people split up. Generations are so kind of, they're kind of dumb, I think. Right. You know what I mean? It's like every 20 years or so, 25 years, like they're making a new generation. But you got to admit that, I mean, the people are different. Like the people who come out 20 years later are different than the people who came out yes. 20 years. I don't know what I was just saying, but yeah, they're different culturally, people. They're, yeah. Culturally, there's huge differences. And you might even, you might even make the argument that, that, as culture and speed of communication speeds up, you could even define the generations even smaller now, right? I mean, because things are happening so rapidly. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not going to do – I'm not going to make that argument because I don't really – that's not the argument that I'm here to make. I, so uh, so we're on the, the edge of, of, of Gen X. Gen X is like, what, 60 to 80 or something like that? I mean, it's – yeah, Isn't I mean, right? yes, like 79, yeah, something like that. Yeah, so anyway, 65 to 79, something like that. So anyway, so we're, we're in there, we're at the tail end. Um, so I, I, I've kind of always been a fan of Gen X in the sense that I really do kind of embrace the whatever type, you know, like, hey, I'm not really. Sla- I mean, slackers be- would be a term yeah. that people used for Gen X. Yeah, I'm not like I don't get too excited about anything. I don't really get too mad or angry at it. Like I'm kind of like always at a happy medium. Right. You know what I mean? So I'm kind of like I kind of enjoy that. I see the boomers getting angry, you know, about everything. There's always a boomers always excited or something about you know something, right? Right. Like, and then you've got all the you got the newer kids, and kids are by their very nature excitable, right? Right. And I've always just kind of felt like I'm just here. I'm just like flying you know, on the course, essentially. But then I started thinking about these recent events that have occurred in our life, Um, really starting with 9-11, but not, but I want to go more recent in the fact of some of the uh, outrage, the justified outrage. We had talked about Black Lives Matter last time and some of the justified protests and outrage that are occurring. And, And I started thinking to myself, like, Gen X is like kind of like what? Did, what were we doing? Like what were we doing this whole time? You know what I mean? Like almost like what were we why didn't we? Why didn't we? Why did we wait till Gen? I mean the millennials to do it, right? Yeah. Why I did mean, the millennials have to step up? Yeah, there was. No, I mean, the stuff was happening. 
what, what was going on? And like, so I had a couple thoughts about that. The, the number one thought that is just, I mean, it's glaring. I think there are other issues too, but the, the glaring issue is like, we grew up, the gener- Gen X, primarily everybody in Gen X, grew up in a time of probably the greatest prosperity for the United States ever. Yes. Would that be fair to say? I think that's fair to say. I mean, people talk about the baby boomers growing up in like this great, but I would say that like, I would say that, you know, the baby boomers did still, there was, their parents were struggling, right? Because it's the, uh, you know, they just, just coming back from a war, baby boomers still had, were not fantastic. They had their Vietnam, right? They had their civil rights. So, but Gen X basically was just like clear sailing the entire time. Yeah. Like we, the nineties, I would make the argument that nineties in particular, late eighties, early nineties, the, the most, uh, prosperous time for the United States of America. I, I mean, mean, I, I can't back that up. Winning. Yeah. But people were winning. And I yeah. think, I think the, I think that's set, it's definitely set me up for failure. I believe, I believe that set <laughs> me up for failure. Really? Tell me about that. Well, I, I think, I think the thing about the generation that we were at, and I think there's lots of, lots of good things about, um, our generation, right? Yeah. Um, but I think what set us up for failure was the fact that one, like everybody said, was like, you can do anything. You go to college, and, and that was primarily true. Now, again, okay, we now have privilege. We should at least. I'm white dudes. I'm talking yeah, about my privilege. And, yeah, but yeah. to be fair, white privilege at this time was all, it was all the way up there, dude. If you were yeah. a straight white dude, and that's that's the problem i think if you were a white straight dude nobody was telling you hey you can't do that right, right. Uh, it, yeah. in fact the opposite people were saying yeah do that go for it man go for yeah. it why not <laughs> it's like oh wait it are you like... straight are you white are you a dude yeah it, it's yeah, yours no. <laughs> yeah because I mean, that's be... a, because it's coming from the you know the baby boomer generation is kind of like uh, has established that like everybody's kind yeah. of established that but they've built and built and built and built upon it and like for me I was like okay I can go to like like I was not worried about going to, all right yeah I was going to college like okay I was even yeah. considering like a two-year college because I was like I'm not really into school like uh, you know I had a choice again privilege right I had yeah. a choice like oh yeah maybe I could go to a two-year college maybe I could because I wanted to get into working right Anyway, wait a second. Wait a second. That's new information. I want to explore that because that is new information. I didn't realize that you were thinking about. I was, just like I was thinking just getting like an associate degree in like, you know, illustration or something. Really? Yeah. You did. So you weren't interested in like college at all or like go, or, I didn't realize you had such a. Uh, I did not like I did not like this idea of school and uh, and and this structure. I mean, we had ta- you had seen my writings. About right, school right, right, right. in the past, yeah, yeah. I did not like this idea of like a like I was being told I was being told what to do, when to do it, like what to learn, and I was like, I oh just my. want to get out into the real world, man. Right? Really? My, my naive self at like this seventeen. This is completely new to me. I, did I just not wanted to get out in the real. I was like, hey, can I get an associate's degree? Maybe. 
you know, and just like learn what I need to learn and get out there. Can I, I was always into the idea of like learning a trade and just doing it. Right. But then as, as you know, it's going on and I'm like, oh, maybe I do need, I was like, oh, maybe I should get a well-rounded liberal arts education. Maybe I do want to learn some other sure. stuff too, not just that stuff. It's the nineties. Right? Yeah. It's the nineties privilege. <laughs> I can do it, man. Yeah. And so, yeah. and, and, and frankly, it was like the, the, uh, brochure from Ithaca like showed up on my door and so did like the, the brochure from Rochester they both had film programs, which I was interested in. And I was like, yeah, okay. I'll do one of these. And I did. I, I will say. I will say. That, that, and coming from like now what I see students going through, yeah. I was like, well, how is this even possible? That I could just be like, yeah, I'll go there. And just go there. Like that's not a <laughs> right. thing that you can do anymore. No, so that's what I'm, that's, but that's But that's what I'm saying. Like you could just do things. And again, privilege of course but like i went to school to be and i knew people who went to school and they were like oh i'm going to be a film major they were in my program but they were taking like business degrees oh my parents are making me take a business degree i'm like i have for like a minor i'm like oh i'm doing art as a minor like i could like i had no like i didn't think about like why i should because of the like we didn't come from a rich family right Right. But right. the money, money was, money was talked about, but it was like, it was there. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's well, like, we, I, 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 I was, again, privilege, worked, but like. Yeah, but I would say this too. Like, if you, I, I, if we're going to talk with the money thing, like, I would say that we had, jo- dad made us get jobs. Like, even no, I'm before, not saying, like, yeah, and I'm not so saying we were, like, we were working quite a bit. Listen, I remember having to make a decision between going to Disneyland and getting a VCR and buying a VCR. Do you remember <laughs> that decision? I don't remember that. Decision. We were going out west and our neighbors, they had just gotten married. The Hild- Hildeshines, I guess. What yeah. They called? The Hild- um, and they, they got two VCRs for like a wedding gift. Right. And they were going to mm-hmm. sell us one. And dad was basically like, listen, we can buy it. And we were going out west, right? And we were like, we were planning to go to Disneyland. But it's like, we can either go to Disneyland, like we've budgeted out that money. Or yeah. we could take that money and buy the VCR. Because that's how yeah. much a VCR is cost at that time. <laughs> right? Or it's, yeah, right, right. So yeah. like, that was the decision. And my mom actually came over and she kind of whispered over. She's like, don't worry about it. We'll take care of it. Just get the VCR. Like, <laughs> I don't remember that at all. Yeah, that's. I don't remember that at all. That's what happened. But like, those are the decisions that we were making in our family. So we were not like rich, rich people, right? Yeah. But we had enough. We were doing well. And frankly, in the nineties, and mom and dad taught at school districts that they're the school districts get their money from the taxes the yeah. it's a good was a good area white suburban area right rising mm-hmm. everything's going up everything's going up 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 all boats are lifted yeah and that's what and that's what i'm saying the privilege that we had in the 90s set me up for a time when i was like now i'm like oh wait a like i feel like i'm a generation behind like I feel like I'm part of the millennial generation in the sense that when I look well, around like I'm 10 years behind I feel like I'm 10 years behind and that has a lot this, to do with a lot of the stuff that I ha- like have done but I feel like I'm 10 years behind you're not necessarily in line with the millennial generation because the millennial generation the millennials are setting themselves up very well for retirement that's one of the big things that I was looking at mm-hmm. like 
the Gen X is in a horrible position as a whole for retirement in general. Um, because this is a Gen X got into the, the uh, workforce at not a great time um, because baby, baby, baby boomers were not leaving. Right. right. So they didn't have a lot of way to move up the, the, uh, the corporate ladder. In fact, it's only now that people are even getting into upper level positions because baby boomers are leaving or retiring so late, so much later than normal. Yeah. Right. OK. So maybe so it's not just me. Yeah, the earning potential is is not as great. And then also you have most um, most uh, companies have don't no longer do pensions. Right. And that happened basically at the same time Gen X started getting into the workforce. They're right. like, oh, yeah, by the way, we're going to have to pay for all these baby boomers. No more pensions. And that and unions became weaker and all this other stuff. Um, so 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 Generation X is not in a good position financially right now. They they're earning less on average than what their baby boomer parents would have been making at that time on average. Um, and they haven't put enough away. And because they were used to a certain lifestyle. Right. They're in debt. They're in the they're the people that are most in debt. And yeah. I, I think you. Yeah. I heard this. This is this is what I heard. And um, it's not like I can relate to it, but I definitely can kind of like kind of relate to it where um the people are getting themselves in poor people, poor people, quote unquote, are getting themselves in debt because they're trying to pretend they're middle class. Right. Yeah. There's no such thing as middle class. So people should understand that. So they're saying like, oh, we need to be middle class because we were born middle class. But yet, like you said, we don't have the capital or the the savings or the mm-hmm. income. And instead of saying like, oh, I'm in this lower, I'm lower now. They're they're going they're make, they're getting into debt because they're trying to to reach that middle ground right. again, right? To stay yeah. to yeah. stay even of where they were, and that and that's the problem, and that's why more and more people are going in debt because they're trying to be a middle class, but there's there's no like you said the, the middle class is very very small now because of the right. the, the widening gap, and yeah. so that's where like people are, and I feel like the middle those people are the Gen X people like they're us and and we're striving for something we had in the 90s that are, is not there anymore because we were never never able to get it right right and and and, and compound compound that with the fact that most gen xers right now have children right so they're taking care of children and that's a cost but they're also taking care of their parents a right. lot of them not Me. everybody but well not, i mean i'm not taking care of my parents but i have a parent right in right right so 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 the issue is like people are taking care of their parents that's financial cost and they're also taking care of their kids that's a financial cost and that can be a real burden not to mention that they're also earning less than you know so i saw that yeah, way so just real quick to to see to i saw this meme um of uh it was uh okay so it was like an older woman like yelling right it was a picture it was like four it was like three squares two squares on top and then one square covering the both squares on the bottom yeah. the the first square on the left um upper left because that's how we read as a western society upper left right was an right. older woman uh yelling right and it said like right. boomers right and then it was uh the next one uh next to that uh, was a, a younger woman and said Gen X and she's yelling and they're looking at each other like yelling at each other right right and then the bottom image uh, said was a was a woman uh, with a glass of wine pouring wine into a glass held by like a kid a little kid 
right? Right. And it was, and it said Gen X and like Gen Z, right? Right. It's like it's the boomers and the the millennials are like having this major battle and they're arguing and, and fighting and Gen X and Gen Z are just trying to get by right now. We're just like trying to, like well, we're just... You it's know. because Gen because Gen X honestly is no one gives a crap about Gen X. Well, they're ki- right? kids. Like no one gives a crap about the young generation, the generation coming up. Well, no, no. I'm t- like Gen- right now, no one cares about Gen X. Oh, Gen X. And, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because because it's because we're not the ones that are ta- that are keeping, like the baby boomers are still in charge. Gen right. X is not in charge. No. In fact, there's a very good chance that there will not be a Gen X president. Right. Because people just seem to vote for baby boomers constantly. Although I, I do think that Biden is silent generation, but um, like that's the problem, man. That, like Gen X is just never. We I doubt if we'll ever be in charge. We've just said, eh. It's like we've thrown up our head, like, yeah, eh, whatever, you know. Like yeah, but- I, these were all these expectations that I had, but like eh, nothing is really. I guess I'm just not gonna get them. Yeah, but it's eh. the, it's that idea of just being like, I'm just trying to get by right now, guys. Like. Yeah. You guys figure it out, man, because like I got to pay my bills right now. Right, 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 right. Like yeah. Gen X, you know, they're they're not necessarily like again, like and now they're a little older, but uh, I'm not Gen X, but the millennials, right? The millennials, mm-hmm. they're a little bit older now, but they still are in that time of like, hey, I ha- like I'm just taking well, care of their, myself. They're right? in their 20s and yeah. 30s. You yeah. know, the 30s you start having like families and stuff like that, but like in your 20s that's the time to be doing all of that, right? You're not you're not responsible for other human beings. I don't know. I think Gen X. I, I'm sorry. I think millennials. They uh, they definitely have a. They get chip a, on their I, shoulder too. They do. And it deserved and I, well I, deserved. I, like they they. Well, I, I tell you this. I, I have. I don't know how much I want to get into this. I have known some millennials. And millennials seem to think that they should just get everything, like immediately. I'm not I, like I have I have witnessed this type of behavior, uh, in many different aspects of my life, where I'm talking to somebody who is just a few years younger than me, but clearly identifies as millennial, either in their late twenties, early thirties, and they're just like, how come? I can't be doing this right now, or how come this can't be happening for me right now, or how come I have to wait for stuff? Like, why can't I'm seeing what they do is they see a problem and they're like, oh, I just want to just put me in charge and I'll change that problem. Right. And it's like, well, what you're not understanding is that there's a lot of nuance to that issue or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, it happens in, you know, I'm a hurler. So there's, there's in our organization, we see it all the time, you know, like, and in different aspects of my life. And it's really, it's really frustrating because you want to say to these people, like um, these millennials, you just want to say, like, just take it down a notch, like, just calm down. To you know, it'll everything, it'll happen, right? Yeah, but that's but the you way as a, you're approaching. Like that's the it. problem. That's the see that I, I would argue that's the problem we just talked about with the Gen X. There, Gen X is always like. Um, Hey, yeah, just chill out a little bit. You know, we'll we'll take care of it. Like, relax, man. Um, yeah. And the problem is, nothing happened. Nothing got done. And we're all set up being like, oh, how come, how come I'm here and not there? Well, it's because we were all relaxing. We didn't 
you know, we didn't go for it. And which was, uh, which laziness is the part of what Gen X was supposed to be. I'm not arguing. Right? I, I won't disagree so, with that. So what I'm saying is like, I agree with you. There's a lot of like younger people that I've seen in the, in the millennials who are like, yeah, um, like I want to do this. And it's like, well, you can't because first of all, like you're not in charge of that and um, you don't have the experience uh, or right. But it's also like, well, Hey, good for you for like wanting to be like, you know, go, go getters. And, and you you can't say, you can't say that that's a bad thing necessarily other than like they get themselves in trouble because they get in too deep, right. Too fast. Yeah. And then everything goes to crap. That's what, that, that is like a huge issue that I, that I see. Like I'm, I experience that and based on some of the things that I do, I look, I, ha- I see a lot of different types of organizations. Like it's just part of my job. I see a lot of different organizations, a lot of the way that people do things. And a lot of this conflict is really, you know, and I'm not saying that that's a bad thing for millennials because I think millennials, you should be pressing and pushing and, and going for it. Like that's something that I don't think uh, that maybe I should have done more you know, just gone for it. Uh, and so I'm glad to see people are doing it. But at the same time, you can't then be upset when it doesn't happen. Right. Well, I think yeah. that's the problem. I think a lot and of it's not like not your like, fault. I, yeah, I think a lot of millennials are always like, I've, I've always gone for it before and it's happened for me. And so now suddenly I'm, it's not happening for me. And now I'm super depressed and super angry and super like despondent. That's what I see the issue. Mm. But we're not talking about millennials. But that's what I see as the issue. Right, right. Gen X, I think, can weather that storm. If you want to say something positive about Gen X, the the, the whatever generation seems to to uh, hold good uh, or or be uh, resilient. That resilience factor for Gen X is just like. Well, yeah, I think that's I think that's a good part, and I think again that's right because Gen X came up in a time where we shifted from being um you know without computers and an internet to computers and an internet and we learned um we we learned how to 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 we learned the language of computers and not just like learned the language like we helped create the language of the computers and 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 the internets and how to work the tubes right and so i think what's powerful about that is like we can we put out those little fires that are coming up everywhere. Oh, I can't figure the millennials or the, the, the boomers can't figure out how, okay, well, this is how you do it. And this is because we understand the language and mm-hmm. we can go back and forth. And the millennials are all crazy because, Oh, well, I need my internet. Well, this is what you can do without the internet. And you know, like we can, we can yeah. manage that. We're good at managing and putting out those fires, but that takes a lot of energy and time. And because we're so like laid back and like, hey, take it easy, everybody, we can do all of that. Yeah. I think that's an excellent point when you're talking about, because I do think that like my neighbors who are great, they're wonderful. They're definitely uh, millennials and uh, they're constantly on their, they're constantly doing stuff on the computer, like their computer. Like they're just, they're gamers. They're, they're, they talk to people online all the time. Yeah. I mean, I shouldn't talk. We're talking, but like, but like, they're like their social aspect. A lot of it has to do with online, either through Facebook or through all these other types of connections, and like those real connections. I shouldn't say real connections. The in-person connections. I think that's a different way of communicating with somebody. There's a different way you communicate with somebody in person than you do through the internet. 
right? Yeah. And I think that's an important skill to have, which interestingly enough, I think the, the, uh, the Gen X has both the skills to communicate with somebody in person, right? And also online, right? Which is like the baby boomers. They're not, you know, something on Facebook happened. They don't know how to, they're responding to, you know, you send a, a baby boomer an email and you get a thank you back, right? Thank you for your email. It's like, no, you don't have to thank right. me for an email, right? No, where it's, it's like, email. yeah, the, uh, this happens um, where, and I'm not on Facebook. I don't know anything about Facebook, but like. Right, I was just talking about emails. But, but it was like, like, hey, somebody responds and instead of like private messaging, they respond like post it. Like, and you, yeah. so it's like you reading a, a somebody directed to like, you know, your yeah. nephew or whatever. And it's like the whole thing there. So it's like, yeah, they don't, they don't quite understand it. My concern is with Gen Z and that exact uh, thing. And actually Brie and I were just, I'm saying we were just talking about this, but it was less, there was a lot of talking with Romani and the YouTube that's happening. And the, the fact that like, they're just constantly on their devices. And I see this in school because I teach Gen Z mm-hmm. people right now, right? Where there's a connection to the the device that is not healthy. And that's that's coming down from, you know, the millennials down. Yeah. Well, let so let me – I want to go back to one thing. Okay, so when you talked about YouTube, it just got me thinking about – I want to get back to your point, but it got me thinking about like how – if right now, if I wanted to find some sort of entertainment, I mean, I'm overwhelmed. I can find any entertainment I want, right? right. If I want to watch a show, I can, any particular thing that I'm interested in, there's hours and hours of hours of content on it, right? Right. And so I think back to when I was a child and we didn't have cable. And if you wanted to watch something, like this was your option. You, were, you had these options, like these three options, right? right? And so like... You got, I think there's something to be said to be either like, I'm going to just, I'm going to watch this. And even though I don't want it, maybe I'll, maybe I'll learn something from it, or maybe I'll gain some information from it. Right. And then you start speaking the language of everybody else. Like everybody was watching the exact same thing. Right. So you could have a conversation with somebody and, oh yeah, did you see, you know, I don't know, Care Bears or, uh, you know, whatever cartoon that Sunday, you know, Mighty Mouse or whatever. And you had like, or the Simpsons, right? So you had this like shared language. Um, And if you didn't want to watch any of these programs, well, you would have to find something else to do. Like you would have to come up with something in order to entertain yourself. And you would be, and you would have to accept the fact that then you couldn't be part of the conversation. Right. And you had to accept the fact that maybe there was something out there that it just wasn't for you. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I just can't find anything to entertain myself right now. This stuff's not for me. I'm not interested in it. I'm going to have to do something else. And what I see now is that you can you can never not be entertained. There's never not somebody that has made something that you can find and and want to entertain yourself with. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's not hard. You don't have to come up. You don't have to create your own content. Someone else has already done it for you if you're interested in that. Yeah. And I think that's an interesting kind of like um, uh, thing to think about. Like, how do you, I come up with my own content? How do I entertain myself? What's interesting to me? Um, how do I develop my own ideas and not just listen to the stuff that I get into an echo chamber? Right. It's so easy to be an echo chamber right now. Yeah. And, and so that this is the problem. And this is Bree's argument. My argument basically about YouTube was like, hey, 
you know, what did I do on Saturdays? I sat in front of the TV and we watched like cartoons until noon or whatever. Right? Right, right. And, you know, dad would come down and be like, you guys need to go outside. And we'd be like, yeah, after like, you know, you know, the gummy bears or whatever. Right. Right. Um, and I, and I, I don't necessarily want to be like, Hey, Romany, why don't you go play outside? Right. Cause it was like, there's something to be said about like, just cause at a young age, you're also like, everybody's telling you what to do all the time. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and I guess this is kind of what um, some people, uh, millennials at that age are rebelling against. Everybody's telling them, what, you got to do this, you got to do this, you got to do this. This is how you do it, right? And you, there's no freedom, but with a YouTube, you can be like, I can choose to see what I watch. But the problem there was just what you were saying. You can watch, it, there is no like limited, like you can watch this or this or this. And you can't fast forward and you can't like just change it, the channel right. to something else, 20 more things. And that was Bree's argument. And I think um, Bree won, Bree won this round. And now I'm in trouble. I, you know what? I, I, I would go with Bree. Yeah, I know. Like, I, I now just, I'm thinking about I mean, this, and now I've got to go to, back and say, yeah, wrong, yeah, yeah, you're on the wrong side of history. I am. I am the wrong side. Like, <laughs> like I really, I really think like YouTube is just very dangerous. Although it is, it's good in moderation. I would think like if you wanted to learn something. Well, that's what but, my, my point was like, hey, you can like YouTube is not evil. You, there's like lots of like I watch stuff on YouTube that I'm learning stuff and like getting information on. And, you know, if I have a problem, I, what do I do? I type I Google uh, something in in in, yeah. in, fa- in Facebook, in, in YouTube, and I get yeah. an answer to that problem. Yeah. But yeah, but like there's a, there's also a lot of other content of people just doing wacky things and like, you know, not it's not totally an instructional instructional like college yeah. course but i mean i was also like hey you know she now romani wants to like uh create her own content and stuff like that but it's not you know what it's not it's not creating their own content it's just mirroring what they're that's watching that's how you learn but that's how you learn fair but um how productive is that i'd rather her be making those things than watching those things but um, this double-edged sword there because you have to watch it in order to like, you know, mirror that. And I mean, and look, what are you? At, like, I ha- what I'm I'm what I'm interested in is teaching them to make good choices. And I guess this is you know what we need to do with Jenna is like Jen. The millennials are doing their thing, and that's great. But but we have now the opportunity to reach out to Gen Z and and mold them not necessarily in Gen X's ways. But at least give them something of of value from what we we have, right? That I that value that we bring. Okay, so let me ask you this: What if you could name a value that Gen X has? What would that be? What would the value be that you would want to pass on to? Yeah, I'll tell you exactly what it is. It's being uh, being able to do something um, by yourself and come up with uh, and like being able to entertain yourself without a device. That's, I would actually, I would say the exact same thing. That's the value like that. that we have. Yeah, and that's what, and 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 Bree, she doesn't listen to the shotcast, but if she was, she'd be like pointing at me and saying, "I told you so," uh, because this is just what we were talking about, quote unquote, talking about this morning, <laughs> and now I'm coming around to it, and um, yeah, that's the value. The value yeah, I, is I saying I, like it's okay to be. Uh, with your own person, with yourself for a little bit. Right. The other thing that I would also say, I think 
I, I think that there's a, a, a key to this as well is just like there's not at, you, you don't have to be perfect at everything. Hmm. And I think it's OK to allow yourself, even though this was done, most of the Gen X reasons this was done, uh, the, the way Gen Xers did, because we felt we had a safety net. Right. Right. But it's OK to fail and not be perfect. Right. Right. And I think I think that it's that's a scary thing, especially when you see your parents, if you're a millennial and you see your parents that are in dire straits right now. Right. Because maybe they haven't saved enough or they whatever. Or if you're a Gen Z person and you you have baby or you have Gen X parents. But I think there is something to the fact of just being like, you know, hey, you know what? I'm just going to let it ride for a bit. Yeah, you know but to, I mean? be, gonna... to be fair, the stakes the stakes are higher. I, 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 Why are they higher? They Why feel stakes higher? Are, stakes are always. Everybody always thinks stakes are high. What what what's what stakes are there? What's the stakes? I mean, at least they feel higher. I mean, like I just feel like there is there's there's like oh some be like yeah cool man like uh, you know let's just ride it out and be like but like no like there is a point where you have to be like uh, you know draw a line in the sand man and like and be like yeah this is the point that i'm taking the stand and this is important and if and i have to be perfect on this and i have to get this right but i think i think what gen x does is gen x can reach out to other people where where um uh the millennials need uh, is more about that them as an individual right Gen X, I think, would say we, where millennials would say, like, I need to do this. It's a good point. It's a good point. I, I, I'm not I think there's just that maybe there's the definition of what needs what the stakes are is what I think is confusing both you and me. I mean, like the stakes for what? Like, what is it? Well, I, I mean, mean, I would say the stakes right now, the stakes for keeping the United States a non authoritative like government, that is very high. I right. would say so, that the stakes are super high for that. I will say that. Okay. And, and, what, that and that's sure. exactly right. And I'm just trying to get by. And so I'm like looking at the millennials to be like, yeah, go for it, man. Like, do yeah, it. Like, would, you yeah. got to do it because, <laughs> like, not that I'm lazy. Well, I'm lazy, but like, not that I'm like, don't want to do it. It's like right now, I, I'm, I'm doing what I can and I'm helping. And like I'm learning yeah. and I am trying to be anti everything. Right. And and speaking up more. But like yeah. also uh, you guys are on it, man. And like go for it. I, you know, I really felt like so I, let me tell you something. Well, uh, like I like I, I can't remember like if it was in high school. It might have been high school where I, st- you know, in the Vietnam War, because that was the war that we were interested in because that was the last war right that was a kind of important thing and and even i can remember it being in in middle or in high school in middle school even and just thinking like well that's it like we're done with wars right we had vietnam like there's no there there, i could see no war in the future like i was that optimistic about things you know what i mean right like it just to me it was like impossible to have to go through something like that again and but i can remember like starting getting interested in the protests and I, what I probably should have been more interested in the civil rights protests, but I was, I, what drew me was these anti-war protests that right. were occurring. Um, you know, growing up with like GI Joe and stuff, it was like very military based, but also like these the good guys. Right. And as I started like, thinking about Vietnam in a in a different way, even in high school, I started really like thinking about what I would have done had I been 
in that kind of situation? Would I be protesting? Would I have been out there? And as I thought about it more, I had really hoped that I would. Like, that would be something that I would do, is do those protests, get, you know, be active in them. Um, and then I was really conflicted then when all these protests started happening with uh, um, Black Lives Matter. Right. Like we had some protests in, in uh, Indianapolis. And so I was, I was super ready. I was like, I'm just going to go, man. Like, this is my time to go out there. The, the stuff that I, that I do in my real life, in my job, right. is civil rights. I mean, it's enforcing civil rights laws. Right. So I was like, this is, I'm, I am there, man. This is like, I've been waiting for this to like occur. <laughs> And then what happened was, and I'm, I'm on the fence about whether this was good or not. But then, the first thing I thought of was, uh, well, dude, I can't do that because I'm, I'm a civil servant, and there are certain things that, that would be, uh, especially because I'm, uh, my face is out there, right? right? And, and I have a certain relationship that I both, I need both to, different types of groups. So I was like, okay, well, that might be an issue if my name is on, if I get like on TV or something like that, which is a, not that big of a chance of right. happening. And then I was like, and then Heidi was like, no, I don't, this is pretty, it's pretty dangerous now. Like it's getting kind of dangerous down there, <laughs> which is true. It was getting dangerous, but that's kind of the point, right? Right, right. And then I was like, I was like, oh, I just, I mean, it's, it's late at night. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's kind of like late at right. night. It's like 11 o'clock at night. And it's like, I have to work the next day, even though it was like, you know, we were at, what, at this time it was like virtual, but like, I just ended up not going. And I think there's probably good reasons for me not going. I'm like an old dude. Like, what am I going to do anyway? Like, No, but that's a problem. That's your privilege, dude. That's your privilege talking about that. That's your privilege being like, I don't have to go because I'm I'm a, a white guy and I'm like, okay, here. There are people who do not have the privilege not to speak up about that, man. And like, that's what I'm talking about. It's like, we, like, it's tough to talk about that kind of stuff because we don't have the privilege to we have the privilege to not talk about it. And the millennials seem to get that man better than, uh, we do. We can talk about it and understand it, but like, we're still not going out there because we have the privilege not to go out there where millennials say like, I'm going out there, even though I have the privilege not to go out there, I'm going out there. Well, because I, it's important enough to go out there. Yeah. I'm also a, a cog right now i'm a cog in the wheel and I, I really do feel that most of the time i am i am a cog in the wheel of society uh and uh it's just that it's hard it's hard when you're a cog man like it's just hard it's hard it's hard yeah but so. you're talking like a gen xer right now you're talking like somebody who's like yeah well you know you're not talking like somebody who's gonna get up and say like listen i'm a cog yes but What's important right now? What is what what is going to be changing this? Like you said, like what side of history do I want to be on? Yeah. Do I want to be active against it? You know, anti, right? Or anti-racist? Or do I want to just be like, well, ha- I'll have somebody else do it because that doesn't make you anti-racist. That makes you, you part be, of uh, the problem. I, I think you can be anti-racist without going to. Uh, protests i think that's possible you can certainly do other things but 
my point is like okay then what are those things like are the uh, is it just being like well i'm going to be anti-racist in other ways and like normal gen x is i'll i'll figure it out like tomorrow maybe i'll think about that a little bit how i'm going to be anti-racist instead of going to the protest well today. i would i would say that's what i'm my, arguing about yeah i know I, I agree i would say in my line of work that i, I that i <laughs> that i specifically maybe am uh uh, do things very actively. Um, yeah, uh, but what does that? Ca- who but- cares? Oh, oh, you, your, uh, your work does it. So what? What do you do on your free time? It's not just a work problem, dude. It's not just it's, a problem uh, from uh, nine uh, to five, uh, man. Uh, uh, it is a problem uh, I, all I, the time. And what you're doing is you're yeah, you're saying gonna, I'll have somebody else to- do it. I'll let the millennials. This is why the millennials are so mad at people. They're and this is why they're trying they're trying to be perfect all the time because everybody's saying ah oh, we'll we'll let them do it. We have to let them do it. And they have all this responsibility. They're looking back on all the generations and saying. What did you do, man? Why did we get into this position? Now I got to take care of it. I can't trust you to take care of it. Look what you're going to do. You have so much privilege and you don't even acknowledge how much privilege you have. You're just sitting there. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know about the internet. Well, who cares, man? Because we got to do stuff. And you, what you, what are you doing? Nothing. Well, yeah, no wonder they're angry. Saying- no wonder millennials are coming down on us. I mean, you're on a riff. I get it. But um, I've spent... 20 years in civil rights uh specifically enforcing uh uh our right our, our civil right laws uh, uh, discrimination laws in on a federal level so uh I, you know I, I will i will let you riff as much as possible but i literally literally every day i go to work i'm enforcing civil rights laws and i am and i am doing what i can especially in this particular line of work that i do now where i'm actively going out and engaging with people to help them change the culture of their in of their workplace to be more inclusive and to uphold the rights of 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 all citizens but particularly the ones that have been uh, you know discriminated against for Hundred four hundred years. I mean, so I I I, do, <laughs> I enjoy your riff, but I don't need that. <laughs> that is not something I need. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. But I think I, you do make you do make a good point in the sense that that the millennials are. Th- I think they look at us uh, Gen Xers and saying, "Yeah, what did you, what have you done lately? You know, like wh- what have you done for me? Right? You know, but but I, I honestly, it's the it's the baby boomers who they should really be, if anything. They're, they're tired. They're trust me. They are mad at the baby boomers. <laughs> I mean, like the, that we have been affected by the baby boomers as much as anyone. Right. You know what I mean? Like Gen X can be. I mean, millennials can be mad at the, the Gen X or the uh, Gen Xers, and they can be mad at the baby boomers. But the baby boomers have directly, maybe not me. Maybe not you specifically, but they have directly contributed to the the fact that Gen X right now is going to make is making less money on an average than their parents, than the baby boomers. They're having less financial stability than the baby boomers. They're having more credit card debt than the baby boomers, and they are less set up for retirement than the baby boomers because of the baby boomers. Right. So if anyone should be angry at the baby boomers, it absolutely should be Gen X. Yeah. That's you make a strong statement, strong point right there. So I mean, right now millennials are actually in good shape because they were like, "Look at what happened to Gen X. This guy's got effed." So right. we're not going to do that. So. But you know I don't what? Know. We can we can uh, be independent uh, from internet. So that's pretty good, right? 
Is that yeah, that's the only thing we off. take away? <laughs> we, can, we can take away from that. You know, a, a Gen X knows where the off button is. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. that, and there's something to that, by the way. There's something to that. Right. <laughs> all right. Well, um, I have to go apologize to Bree, first of all. Yeah, and then... I'm on her side, 100. percent 100. percent All right. So that's the shotcast for this week. I'm Brady. I'm Brian. Hold fast. <laughs> Oh! <laughs>